work on your mindset. 40% of this business is just like doing the things, but the other 60% is like all in your head. And if you really think that you can't do it, then you're not going to do it. Without Fear of Her Future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom using multiple streams of income and real estate to accomplish their goals. We are here to empower you to be brave, dream big, and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I'm your co-host, Andrea Ingstrom, a real estate investor and business coach and co-founder of The Partnership for Realtors. I'm here with my co-host, Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the best-selling book, Without Fear of Her Future. Over the past two years, Teresa has had nearly 200,000 join her masterclass, where she teaches women how to become successful real estate investors. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Andrea. Well, we have another very special guest with a toddler and a baby on the way. It was so important to Kristen Witherspoon that she created a business that allowed her to be the mom she wanted to be and earn what she wants to earn. So she set up her business and did $400,000 in wholesaling in her first year as a real estate investor. Kristen has created a successful business and created a life that works on her terms. So let's welcome Kristen. Hello. Hey. 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 Kristen, you are amazing. Love it now. Uh, You have that little precious baby, three weeks old. Is that right? Yes. Her name is Aria. She's sleeping right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, welcome to the podcast. So tell us where you live and tell us a little bit about yourself. So I currently live in Mishawaka, Indiana, which is like the north um, west region of Indiana, kind of about two hours outside of Chicago. Um, So up in the Midwest area. Um, So yeah, we have lived here for about I don't know, six years now and just doing things with the kiddos, man, keeping it real. (laughs) And and how many kids do you have? So we have three total. So we have a five-year-old, a one and a half-year-old, and then a three-week-old. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. So tell us what did life look like before you decided to become a real estate investor? What were you doing? Um, I was doing uh, payroll. So, you know, for a large corporate company, they would hire out another company to like handle all of their payroll, cut checks, um, you know, issue direct deposits, stuff like that. So I was doing that as an accountant for um, a large scale company. And I had been doing that for about three years. So not only just doing the payroll, but then, you know, the end of the year when people need to get issued their 1099s or W-2s and all that stuff. So it was really boring and (laughs) (laughs) not, um, I mean, when you have kids and stuff like that, especially during tax season, having to work Mm -hmm. long extra hours and staying in the office and coming in on the weekends to get stuff done for, you know, all these other companies that are trying to finish up their taxes for the end of the year was just really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we 
kind of like made the transition to do real estate, um, my husband was like, are you sure you want to? And I was like, yeah, I definitely do. And he's like, well, we don't have any savings. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be fine. Like, we'll just make it work. So um, a month later after that, I ended up leaving that job and uh, and doing wholesaling. So it was a little scary, but I did it. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Yes. And, and you've been able to accomplish some incredible things in wholesaling. Um, so first of all, for our listeners who are like, what is wholesaling? Um, and how do I get started with that? But first, tell us what is wholesaling? Um, so wholesaling is when you uh, talk to a seller, you get the I guess, house under contract. And instead of closing on it yourself, mm -hmm. um, you assign it to an end buyer. So maybe somebody who wants to flip the house or have the house as a rental. And then the difference between what you get it under contract for and what you sell it to the end buyer is your spread that you take away um, as, I guess, part of like, not necessarily your commission, but what you earn. Um, your profit getting the deal. Yes, your profit. Yes. And how did you learn to do wholesaling? Um, so I went through the master class and I sent out a direct mail to this lady and she ended up calling me back and I very shakily legged went to this house and talked to this really sweet lady and she said yes and i almost fell out my chair i was like oh my gosh she wants she wants me to buy it so i just i watched all the videos and i was like yeah this can't be that bad and then when i did it i was like oh my gosh this is so scary but after i did it a couple of times i was like okay we had to work out some kinks but yeah it was after that i like really like it now awesome Awesome. Okay. So tell us what you've been able to do with wholesaling over the past year or so since you, since you joined the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and you went through that masterclass and just got out there and started doing it. What, what, if, what do your numbers look like now? Yeah. So right now I'm averaging about six deals a month, um, mm -hmm. which revenue wise for us is anywhere, depending on the spread, um, from 60 to 80K um, in revenue. So I did just hire an acquisitions person though. So we should be able to like break the six figures threshold um, starting in the next like month, we'll give it 30 days, but next month or so just for her to get her feet wet. Um, and then we'll be in like the six figure mark for monthly income after that. But yeah. Uh, so when I started though, I was doing like maybe one deal a month and it was like, 5k spread and I thought I was like I got my first one and it was kind of like what Teresa says in her thing you're like oh my gosh like what am I gonna do with all this money and then you realize oh yeah I have to pay for marketing to get the deal <laughs> so yeah but yeah I have a full team now um so I have five VAs um an acquisitions a dispositions and a transaction coordinator so I actually am not in any of the frontline seats anymore, actually doing the calls or doing the deals. I'm just managing it, which is really great now that I have the little one at home. But wow. before that had happened, yes, I was doing all the calls and doing all the things. So you've gone from just getting started to like actually having systems and team in mm -hmm. place just within a short period of time. Do you mind sharing with us what was your annual income when you were doing the payroll and accounting? 
so my annual income was 50k a year so uh-huh. 50,000 with like benefits and everything so just like already i mean we're in august i've made almost like 300,000 so i've like over double tripled my income i can't even do math right now but yeah <laughs> <laughs> like uh in my income to where i mean we're already halfway through the year and so i mean my goal is to do 800,000 for the year which we'll do over that by the time december rolls that's amazing wow that is incredible from 50,000 to 800,000 a year and when did you join the women's real estate investors network um so june of last year so i'm a little bit over my year wow year mark that is incredible i am so proud of you and if you can do this so I mean, pregnant with two kids and building this kind of a business now with a brand new baby. I mean, there's just no excuse for anyone not to go out there and do it. I am so impressed and love that you have systems in place. I mean, you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited. So Kristen, you've been such an inspiration to other women in our network, and I've loved to watch your journey. I love to see what you what you have on the wall behind your desk, um, and you kind of you kind of pull back the curtains and share with everybody what you're doing and and some of those things that you that you do to help keep your mindset right. Um, talk to us just a little bit about what is the what is the mindset it, that it takes to to level up from being a fifty thousand dollar a year employee to now being a, almost a hundred thousand dollar a month earner in in a business that you created from scratch yourself well i definitely have had like two major like identity i guess shifts because mm-hmm. before it was i mean the person that i was when i first started is definitely not the person who i am now um and i had to really like coach myself up and tell myself like all right you can do this like we're gonna go into this house we're gonna get under contract like kind of like, you know, the hype man. I don't know if any of you have like a friend who just like really like hypes you up and is like, all right, like this is what we're going to do. Um, but I, at first that's kind of where I was, but then once I started doing more deals, I was like, okay, like now I have to transition from like being an operator, you know, the person like making the phone calls and doing all the things to now I am a, more in a leadership position. So now I'm like coaching and mentoring and, you know, giving the feedback and stuff like that. Um, So that's been my most recent kind of identity shift that I'm like working through. And I will admit, it's probably been the hardest. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because, you know, you have those doubts, just like everybody else does, like, do I deserve this? Like, you know, I'm making like this much money, like this is more money than anyone in my family has ever made. Like nobody has ever like crossed even the, I would say the hundred thousand dollar threshold. So like, you know, discussing that with, you know, family or personal stuff, it's kind of like, well, you know, you have a little bit of, I guess, kind of the mindset crisis of like, all right, is this like really for me? Like, am I the person that I should be to like be mentoring these people? I mean, cause I will also admit too, I'm, yes, this is my business, but like almost everybody that I've hired is significantly older than me. Uh So, you know, coaching and mentoring somebody where there's like, you know, an age gap and stuff like that, they have this young buck as a boss (laughs) (laughs) that um, is, is running this business. So 
Um, definitely, you know, um, doing affirmations and stuff like that in the morning has really, really helped me a ton. Um, and then the other thing, I don't, I know this mod of people, you guys don't watch videos, but I have this, I don't know if you guys can see this wall. Yes. The wall. The wall. I love it. But that's where I like write all my inspirational quotes and like stuff that I tell myself every single day. And then as I'm sitting here in the office and, you know, which is my kitchen table right now, <laughs> that, um, you know, like I'm working and doing calls and things like that. Sometimes I just have to stop and just like, okay, like, you know, I, I do deserve this. Like I am going to be a great leader. Like I'm, you know, tenacious, I'm persistent, like, you know, I'm disciplined. Um, and just, you know, continuously telling myself that all the time, um, I think is really what brings it into the future and makes, you know, all of your hopes and dreams into fruition. Um, I would also say too, just right now for me, time management was like another really big hurdle for me. Um, just because I have three kids, you know, like by the time everybody comes home, you know, five o'clock, they want chicken nuggets and French fries. And it's like, you don't have all those last minute things that you're like, oh, just one more thing that I can do. Like for me, I really had to have um, learned to have like a cutoff time that mm -hmm. it was like, all right, after 530, there's no more work. Like I'm not on my laptop. I'm not on my computer. Like it is like dedicated family time. And that was really hard for me mm -hmm. because as an entrepreneur, as most people are like, you know, you have this tendency to just kind of like be a workaholic and like want to answer the emails and, you know, you're on your phone and, oh, this happened. So, you know, you want to like fix it right away. Mm -hmm. And I had to transition i guess like my view of like what's really important because the whole entire reason i'm doing the business is so that i can have more time for with family not so that i'm doing the business so it sucks away my time from family so, so i good. think that, that was the other really big hard thing for me um was to those two things of time management and then wrapping my head around what do I do with all this money? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how, how has this impacted your family's life? How has this impacted your life um, to be able to build a business like this and, and to start seeing that income coming in? It's honestly, it was a little stressful at first just because we are getting things started and the um, like as you build a team, because you are the sole person who's doing all the things you see a lot of like ups and downs, you know, in your, in your revenue. But once I got more of a team established and things were way more consistent, it's honestly been like less stressful. Mm -hmm. I like, I have more time to do stuff with the kiddos, you know, like this weekend we're celebrating my son's fifth birthday. So he's having a Spider-Man extravaganza. He's like super <laughs> excited about it, but like I wouldn't, I'm, you know, like taking half the day off on Friday to just go and, you know, do stuff with the family and have everybody here. And I never would have been able to do that, um, you know, with my other current work schedule. Like I wasn't getting off work until 530. Like, you know, now I have the flexibility to pick the kids up from school and like drop them off. And if we want to go to Nana's house, you know, randomly in the afternoon, we can do that. So it's really been way less stressful and honestly been 
Like, I can tell, like, the kids enjoy it more because, like, mommy's always home. Like, you know, and we're able to do, like, some of the fun stuff like that. Um, that, you know, like, go to the park and do cool things like that that we weren't able to ever do before. So it's been a little bit of an adjustment because the kids were like, oh, like, what? why are you free now? Like, oh, we can <laughs> go to the zoo. We can do, you know, like, all these fun things that we weren't able to really do before so like that's been super super nice wow i just want to say again uh, as i'm listening to you i'm just thinking here you are a young mom three kids five a year and a half and a brand new baby and you have made this money not in a fancy office but at your dining room table <laughs> at your dining room table you have you have created eight hundred thousand dollars in a profit in one year that is just incredible absolutely incredible i hope that you are extremely proud of yourself those affirmations and all of the things that you are doing have definitely paid off for you and your family so i'm i'm just so happy and excited for you thank you thank yeah. you so much all right Kristen. so i know what people are thinking as they're listening to this they're like Okay, affirmations, got it. Uh, time management, got it. How do I get a deal? So talk to us about how do you find deals? What's your primary marketing strategies? Um, so I am huge into texting. Okay. So um, number one, because the cost per acquisition to send out a text message is super cheap. And number two, it was one of the easiest things for me to do before I had a VA because I could just get on my computer, respond to text messages at any time. And it was super convenient for me. Um, but once I started getting in all of those uh, deals and everything, so like the the way that I have it set up right now is I use a platform called Smarter Contact. All the text messages come in through there. And then I just, we just, I have a VA right now that responds to all of them. Um, but when I was doing it myself, you would just text them back and just ask them kind of, you know, are they interested in selling? Would they be open to a cash offer something along those lines? And if they said yes, then I would then get on the phone with them and ask them some you know basic questions but it was more of a conversation not necessarily drilling them on hey what condition is your bedroom and bathroom and have you updated the kitchen it was like more along the lines of hey you said you were interested in selling like what's got you got you know what's going on in your life that you guys you know are kind of thinking about moving mm -hmm. you know and and have it be more of a regular conversation with a real you know that somebody's having it with a real person um than drilling people on you know oh is it a foreclosure you know something along those lines um so i i did that and then once somebody agreed or said like they told me the reason why they were selling and kind of the offer that they were looking for, um, I would set up an in-person appointment to just go to their house and kind of meet them um, face to face. I always brought business cards and stuff like that um, with me just so that people weren't like, oh, is this a scam? Like they could look up our business on my website or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how I got one of my first deals is I, I, I did that. I showed up at the house. It was a probate deal. Um, her son had passed away and 
she had this huge house with all of this stuff in it. And she was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So um, we, I cleaned it out for her. Um, we removed, um, here in Indiana, they have like these boilers because um, it gets really cold here. So it was a gasoline boiler that you have to have like a special clean out company to deal with. So I like handled that for her. And then when it came down to it, she was just like, okay, well, all those things are taken care of. Um, I would love to, you know, we negotiated the price and she said yes. So I had a contract there with me just in paper and I just had her sign. And then I took it to the title company. But let me tell you what, my knees were shaking. I made my husband go with me and he waited in the car. And I came back out and I was like waving this paper around. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> awesome. But that's, yeah. But that's how I do all my marketing now is, is all through um, SMS and texting and cold calling is what I use now. Awesome. I love how you described that you figured out what was important to her and what, what was her challenges mm -hmm. and figured out, figured out a way to help and, and you got the deal. So I think that's, that's a really good learning for all of our listeners is, you know, to, Andrea, as I was yeah. listening to her, she did everything right. I mean, I, I know that she came to the masterclass. She joined the Women's Real Estate Investors Network. And I feel like she just was so coachable and so teachable. She did the marketing. She chose text blasting, which is great. And it works. And like you said, it's one of the least expensive. So then she learned how to build rapport. That's when she's talking to yes. them. She just didn't go in and make the offer. But, you know, she goes in and she builds rapport. So she builds trust and a relationship with this person. And then she follows through. She was a problem solver. It was not just about getting it under contract, but it was like, okay, she had a lot of things in this house. She had to help her clean it out. I mean, as I was just listening to all of the things that you did, Kristen, you just did them all right. And you just kept after it and you didn't give up and you kept and then you just went and did it again and again and again and again. And I love it because it is just proof that if you just do the things, mm -hmm. it works. It works. And so that's awesome. That's all you have to do is be coachable and then just carry through and do the things. And wow. Yeah. So Kristen, if you had to start from scratch today, there's a lot of people listening that are like, what's wholesaling? Awesome. Let's go. Um, what would you, what would you advise them to do if they were just getting started and they said, I want to do wholesaling, how would you advise them to get started? If I had to do it all over again and realized how easy it was to get a deal, I would have gotten a business credit card and I would have just spent like $5,000 on marketing and got like three deals. Mm. I would not, I'm not a financial coach. I just want to disclaimer out there. But I think after learning the whole entire process of, okay, like this is all you have to do. I think I would have, like, if I had to turn back the clock and time, I would have done more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, instead of just waiting to like close that deal and then use that money to then turn around and do more marketing, I would have just leveraged a little bit, you know, of like debt and then done way more marketing off the bat and mm -hmm. maybe had two or three deals and then just like closed on all of those instead of, you know, doing one by one, um, until I kind of like got the hang of it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Back to it's not what it costs you, it's what it makes you. And mm -hmm. yeah, marketing costs you, but boy, it, it's like a, it's kind of like a money machine. You just put money into it and mm -hmm. it'll just spit money back out. That's true. Absolutely. Um, for you, what has been the greatest benefit to you in being part of a network and a, a mentorship like the Women's Real Estate Investors Network? I think for me, it's all about the relationships, you know, when I first was getting started in wholesaling, like getting on those calls and kind of like quizzing Jordan on like, Hey, like this lady said this, you know, <laughs> what does that mean? Um, Cause I remember the first time that somebody was like, Oh yeah, EMD is blah, blah, blah. And I got on a call and I was like, Jordan, what is EMD? Like he was like, Oh, that means earnest money deposit. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. But um, I think just like building the relationships and being able to like ask people questions about, you know, hey, I'm not sure about this, you know, this person, you know, this happened to me. Um, you know, I think one of the ones I ended up talking to, I think it was Kathy or somebody else in the group, but I had a buyer who ended up you know, backing out of the deal on me. And I was like, Hey, like, how do you handle this? Like, this has never happened to me before. You know, what is kind of like the regular process for that? So, um, definitely like the, just the relationship building, uh, piece to it. And then, you know, I've, I've been able to not only have a wholesaling business, but I also do rental properties. You know, I also hold my own rentals. So with other people in the ring group, so, you know, being able to do partnerships and JVs and, you know, things like that and be able to also then close other wholesale deals with ladies in the network has been like super fun and really rewarding. And I think just really beneficial to not only me, but, you know, the the other ladies that are also like in the group that we've been able to do so much stuff together. It's been awesome. Well, you have done some awesome things. Um, tell us what you're most excited about working on next. What are your goals for the future? Um, so right now, I actually found my personal house through um, like a wholesaling lead. It was a probate deal. Mm -hmm. um, so I closed on that like about a month and a half ago. And we start um, renovations in well right after Labor Day. So I'm like super excited about that, but just, I don't know. I think I would have never have thought that we could like own a house or anything like this mm -hmm. um, before I started doing wholesaling in this business. I mean, I got the house for super cheap <laughs> and it was, it, I mean, it definitely needs some work. It has mint green walls and, you know, like a old outdated kitchen and stuff like that, but it has really good bones. And I don't think I ever would have had like the confidence to look at a house like that and see the potential. Um, if I hadn't been, you know, walking houses and looking and, you know, doing all these things um, beforehand. So that's my upcoming project that I'm getting ready to start. And then um, I'm just finishing up a novation deal, which has been a huge learning experience for me because I GC'd, um, I was a general contractor for the, for the, uh, whole entire project. So 
managing each individual trade of like, hey, I got this guy who does flooring, this guy's doing my plumbing, this guy's doing my kitchen was a huge eye-opening experience for me. Um, and I will have to say that I will never GC probably another project. Oh, I'll never say never, but it definitely, I have area for improvement there, but it was super hard just because of all the questions of like, Hey, what about this and this and this and this. And so since I had done like four renovations before this, I was like, Oh yeah, it'll be fine. And then like, once I was managing, I was like, this is like way more questions or like things that I was anticipating. Um, and so some stuff I just didn't really know the answer to and had to like ask people for advice on, but that was also a really big learning experience for me. And I would definitely say I will probably do some more in the future, but not as high end of a renovation as I did on this one. So you have not only been wholesaling, you also have some rentals. You've also flipped mm -hmm. a few properties. So you are really doing it all. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take down and kind of probably like back away from doing like so many flips just because it's taken up like a lot of my time away from like the wholesaling. Um, but I definitely still want to keep doing or picking up rentals. That's the great thing about wholesaling is you have all these properties that are constantly coming across your desk and some of them are really hard. Like you gotta have some serious discipline to be not just buy them all. Yeah. Um, just because you get them at such steep discounts when you're doing them as, as a wholesaler yourself. So yeah. Yeah, that was that was my problem. I thought I was going to start out as an investor and do wholesaling and flipping. And then I got that FOMO and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to keep them all. So you've you've it's done better bad. than I in that. <laughs> well, tell us, Kristen, will your new house that you're working on, will it have an office for you? Are you taking it this? Yeah, it will have an office. <laughs> so that's and then so that's another strategy is house hacking is mm -hmm. buying this house and then renovating. Uh, are you going to be able to add some square footage to it as well? Yeah, so I'm turning it from a three one and a half to a five two and a half. Oh my god! Amazing! So, oh amazing. my god! It'll be it'll be good when it's all said and done. I'm sorry. Sis. That is awesome! Wow! We wow. hear your sweet well, one there. I I teach uh, how to hit that woman air status. That's when a woman profits one million dollars, and I teach it in a five years. You know, but several of our ladies are hitting it way before, you know, five years. And Kristen, you are definitely going to be there. I, I see mm -hmm. you collecting that Woman Air Award at Rain Live uh, 2023. Yeah, that's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Amazing. Woo. That's amazing. Well, amazing. Kristen, we like to ask our guests for three takeaways. So what three things would you advise an investor or an entrepreneur who is looking to be brave and grow or is perhaps feeling stuck where they are? I would say, number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to, you know, other people who have been in, you know, been there, done that, um, have, you know, crossed to that threshold and, you know, are farther along than you are, um, you know, because a proximity to people who are doing better than you is all is just going to help you raise the bar. So I would say 
number one, get into proximity or, you know, get on calls with people, ask questions. Um, don't be afraid if you are going through something, you know, it's pretty fat chance that somebody who has, you know, is farther along has probably been through the same situation mm -hmm. or something similar and can be able to give you some advice on it. Um, I would say number two is like work on your mindset. Um, you know, 40% of this business is just like doing the things, but the other 60% is like all in your head. And if yeah. you really think that you can't do it, then you're not going to do it. Like you're just, if you don't think that you're going to get the deal under contract, you're probably not going to get the deal under contract because you keep telling yourself that you're not. Um, so, I mean, that was like a really big thing for me is just like retraining myself to think that like, okay, like I am a successful investor. I can do this. Like I am going to get deals under contract come hell or high water. Like we're going to make it happen. Um, and then I would say the third thing is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. You know, that's going to give you like the biggest reward and who you are, you know, today is not going to be the person that if you want to own 30 rentals. Well, the person that you are right now is not going to be the same person in the future that owns 30 rentals. You know, there's a lot of, of growth that happens with yourself between now and then. So, you know, investing in yourself, like reading books, you know, listening to podcasts, um, joining other mastermind groups or being more involved in the one that you're in. Like, I would just say, you know, don't be afraid to give yourself you know, a little bit of a boost there in that department, because I mean, you're only going to see drastic and, you know, amazing returns from, from doing that. And it, even if you don't stick to real estate, I mean, you know, you could apply it to like other areas of your life as well. You know, like your faith, you know, your money, your marriage. I mean, it doesn't just have to be real estate. So, so good. So good. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today with that sweet little one yes. uh, right next to you. We heard her just a minute ago and we're so proud of you. You're doing amazing things and inspiring yes. other people to be brave too. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here. Thank you, ladies. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, on behalf of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and Teresa Todd, um, we invite you to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. But most of all, we encourage you to be brave and dream big. Yeah.